Yeah, welcome back to Inside the Huddle. I'm your host for the day, Brandon Brown, joined here with, as usual, by Michael Spath and Zach Shaw, Matt the Miz, Mizzler through the glass over there running everything for us. And now we are joined by Nick Hopwood, as we always are on Thursday. Good afternoon. How you doing, man? Doing good. How about you? I'm good. You know, settling into this new role here today as we're uh, coming down to the last 30 minutes of the show. Uh, Alex walked in. He was very, th- very thrown off by me in this seat. Yeah, you kind of you- took a, a minute. I did take a minute. And you sound kind of nervous, are you? No, I don't. I don't. I don't think I'm. Ner- I don't think I, I. I will say this: whether I am nervous or not, I feel like I've always been pretty good at not. Sh- I. I probably sound nervous. Not showing it. I. I mean, I don't know. We'll get some feedback. I'm sure. I don't. I felt nervous when I started. I don't now. I'm just giving you some. Tr- you no, know. I. I get it. But I. I. I felt a little. I was a little jacked up last night going to bed, and this morning I had a little. You know, a little more energy than. For sure. Just coming in and sitting and kind of taking cues from Mike. Yeah, there's a little bit more to it for sure, but. I hope I don't sound nervous. I don't know. These guys haven't made fun of me for it. I think they would have done that if I, if I sounded bad. We would have. My transitions in and out of break, I'll, you know, I'll keep working on those. <laughs> uh, the reads and stuff like that, new stuff for me. But, no, I think it's been pretty good, and I'm, I'm excited to do it. So you came in very well prepared, as usual. Some New Year's resolutions in the financial world. I forget. You, you, have, a, you have a very distinct title for it. What is it again? Uh, let's go with top ten no, financial Mike, resolutions. I thought Michael just right? had a very, a very, uh, a very direct financial New Year's resolutions for 2020. There, there you go. go. Financial yeah. New Year's resolutions for I've got, 2020. I got ten ones for you. Nick's ten. got ten. Let it rip. Okay, so number ten, we'll mm-hmm. say, is what I call blueprinting, which is right, simply writing down your goals for one, three, five, ten years with your spouse. Kind of close your eyes visualize the future, uh, imagine what you know what you have to do to get there, mm-hmm. and then uh, write them down. If you're thinking about it and writing it down, good things happen. Okay. Number nine. Uh, number nine. Let's talk about debt. We've done this before with Mike. He wants to pay off his mortgage before <laughs> Mike retirement. Almost, Mike almost cried there for a second, I think. Hey, let's look at the mortgage statement and make sure that our amortization is on schedule for payoff before retirement. Mm-hmm. So for Mike, that's like an 80-year amortization, right? Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, number eight. Okay, number eight. Let's take a look at our portfolio. Let's uh, evaluate our risk, our asset allocation. Make sure it's where we want it to be. It's been a great year for the market. Time to kind of push uh, reset, push rebalance, and get back to our target risk. That's always a great thing, too, to have that second opinion because just to, just as someone asks, like you, I mean, it's that whole idea of like, okay, on a scale of one to five, Five being the riskiest, one being the most conservative. How well, how much do you want to risk in the stock market right now in your portfolio? And that's where it's great to have a second opinion, just because you know there are a lot of different thoughts out there of like, how's the market going to do? Is it volatile this year? What's the projections? And that can influence your decision. Absolutely. And if you're not sure what your risk tolerance is, we have a great uh, online tool at peakwm.com/ith, as well as access to the blueprinting uh, workbook that we can't. You can print out the PDF and work th- work on that at home. Okay. What number do we leave off on? Seven? Number seven now. Number seven. Number seven is college funding. So, you know, Baby Spath and Baby Brown, they've got... That's right. Baby Brown's got a nice ring to it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we got 18 years, right? Mm-hmm. I generally advise people put 500 bucks a month into the 529 from birth until uh, until school. Mm-hmm. That's, so, that's... That sounds like a... Is that, that sounds like a good number. What, yep. does, that, what does that come out to? You know, it should get you to the current price of 100000 plus inflation. Okay. 
All right. Yeah, so the you know there's different inflation assumptions and different rate of return assumptions, but if you're getting the, if you're getting the 500 a month, then you're in, in good shape. Okay. Number six, tax planning. I just left John Dawson's office this morning, my CPA, and he gave me two thumbs up. I do not need to make my fourth quarter tax estimate, which is like the best news you can get. <laughs> so yeah, you you know in past years I've got the opposite, you know where I have to write a big check. But what, what what can you do now, between now and the end of the year, to buy down your tax, especially mm-hmm. for a small business owner? There you go. Tax planning, very important. Yeah, I mean, that's big for me. I mean, I I'm, I pay every quarterly, and I'm mm-hmm. supposed to meet with my accountant next week. I would love to not pay my fourth quarter estimates. Yeah, it's awesome. Number five. Number five is HSA, health savings accounts. Mm-hmm. If you, you probably just went through open enrollment. If you have a mm-hmm. high deductible health insurance plan, we love health savings accounts. It's the only triple tax-free investment option in the world. Hmm. Okay. Number four. Number four is talk about estate planning. Re- read your will. Read your power of attorney. Read your trust. Doing that right now. Yeah. Make sure that your beneficiaries are named properly for your life insurance, your IRAs, your 401ks, uh, the title of your home. Go through these basic estate planning review uh, scenarios. Number three. Down to the big three. Insurance. Do you have enough life insurance? So we look at insuring against debt, against education, and against future missed income. So just take the bal- the balance of your mortgage, the $100,000 per kid of college expense, and maybe five or ten years of missed income, and that's the amount of life insurance you need. Okay. Number two? Okay. Number two is at a high level... Right, meet with your CFP and at a high level evaluate, am I on track to reach that retirement goal? I have X amount here saved. I have X number of years. I'm saving X amount per month. Will it be enough? Right, do I have enough? Okay. And last but not least. And this one might seem basic, but (laughs) it's the thing that people hate doing the most. Mm -hmm. So it's got to be number one to drive the point home. Expense tracking Mm -hmm. and net worth tracking. Each month on the first of the month, you know, you need to look at what you spent last month in the same spreadsheet so you can easily look across month by month and see what the trend is. And you know what? In a year like this, with the way that things have been going, right, every month you're paying down your debt. Every month your portfolio is growing with deposits and market appreciation. You know, it's kind of fun to update that net worth statement each month. Mm-hmm. There you have it. Those are all great ones. They're all things that uh, talking to Nick over the last few months uh, I have been locked in on myself. In fact, I have my meeting today with my uh, State Farm guy for life insurance uh, and changing the way I'm approaching that. Learned a lot of gra- a great lesson from Nick about, you know, do you want whole life insurance or term life insurance? You can make more if you take that whole life insurance plan and put it into your uh, Roth IRA over the course of your lifetime than you're necessarily going to make the whole life. So uh, maybe double down on the term and, and keep that extra money because it's expensive to do whole. It's not expensive to do term. Uh, so that's a great plan. The you know the finances in terms of uh, your expenses, tracking your fine your expenses has made a huge difference for Amy and I in the last three months. Also extremely alarming. <laughs> extremely well, it's, it's alarming. easy for Amy because she's the accountant, right? No, she doesn't. <laughs> yeah, just the amount of money that gets spent at Amazon and Trader Joe's every month kills me. I was instructed me. not to open any boxes that get delivered to our house from Amazon. I'm so tired of boxes, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's like every like, day. Something's showing up on the porch like right. every day. Yeah. 
Now, one more thing, right? The expense tracking template, the spreadsheet, is also available at peakwm.com slash ITH. It's all there for you. All great stuff. You can work with uh, Nick, again, at peakwm.com. He has been talking to us for the last few months. Uh, We hope that he'll be offering us continued advice in the future in 2020. Get over there and check that website out, man. Pretty snazzy. You got Nick strolling around on there in a suit. Got him sitting in some fancy office, typing away on his computer. Oh, yeah. Peakwm.com, phone number 734-681-7575. Got some buttons up there for Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube. And his, his got it all, on Twitter, yeah. every month on the first of the month, I like to remind people, right, to update the expense tracking and net worth. I usually say, you know, allude to, to a Bone song, first of the month kind of deal, wake up. <laughs> Wake up, it's the first of the month. Love time, it. Time to track your expenses. Big Bone Thugs guy over here, Mike. Oh, yeah. yeah, I like Bone Thugs of Harmony. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> what a day. What a day to be alive. Yeah, but have you ever seen Bone in, in concert? No. Wow. No. East yeah. Cleveland? Crazy Bone. <laughs> East Never. 1999 Eternal. Great, man. I have seen Millie Vanilli and Vanilla Ice in concert All for right. Keep Track. Would, oh, dear. I wouldn't say that in public. Millie I Vanilli. was, Zach is I just was seven and nine years old. Could you tell that they weren't singing? Girl, no. you know it's true. <laughs> no, but Millie Vanilli got busted about two weeks after we bought tickets. <laughs> Did you have anything Vanilla, to do with it? Vanilla Ice didn't get busted two weeks afterwards, but I think his career was over with because people realized he sucked. I can't believe you saw them, man. That's great. I can't believe I didn't know that yet. You know what? I think a lot of people, if you go back and look at their childhood, yeah. there's like something that they went and saw you're, that like 10, 15 years later. You're like, why did I... I mean, how many people went and saw Boys to Men? Not me. I was my first CD. <laughs> that was my first CD. I didn't see him, though. Yeah. Anyway. Peak Wealth Management, <laughs> peakwm.com. Great website, great information from Nick, as always. Nick, thanks for stopping by, man. Thank you. This is Inside the Huddle. Sports Talk 1050, WTK at the Ticket.